Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart and that tends to get me kind of fired up. (laughs) You may be laughing and think, well, Corey, you seem to get fired up on every episode. Maybe I only talk about subjects that get me fired up. I don't know. Maybe that's it. But today, we're going to talk about the scales and about weighing and about the emotions that come with that and the anxiety and all of that stuff. And I want to start by being very, very clear. You guys have probably heard me say on this podcast, you know, there's so much more to you than just one number, meaning there's so much more to you than what you weigh, what the scales say. You've probably heard me make comments like screw the scales and, you know, telling you that you should love yourself and feel good about yourself right now, just the way you are, whether you're 10 pounds over the weight that you would like to be or 30 pounds or 100 pounds or regardless of what your blood pressure is is or your blood sugar or any of those things you you've probably heard me say that right like you know make basically make peace with yourself love yourself now forgive yourself learn to love who you are now and then move in a positive direction from there and screw the scales but let me be very 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 clear <laughs> i don't think that someone should totally stop weighing if their weight is an issue in their life that needs to be addressed. As a matter of fact, this brings up a great point. I don't believe that any of us should totally ignore any issue in our life that needs to be addressed. So, well, Corey, that sounds contradictory. What are you telling me? Well, that's part of what this episode is about. When people join my coaching group, we, we still weigh, we just weigh much less. And I even told a client the other day, I said, look, you can weigh as much as you want. I don't care if you weigh every single day, if it doesn't jack with your head and screw with your emotions and all of those sorts of things. Guys, if we're really honest about this, it's not the scales that are evil. It's not the number on the scales that are evil. It's our relationship to the scales. It's our relationship with the number on the scales. It's all of the stuff that we attach to it and that we say that it means. And so I want to dive into all of this today. I want to try to help you improve your relationship with the scales. And to do that, I want to use two recent posts, two recent comments in my Inner Circle coaching group. And I'm going to read their comment, read what they shared, because I think you'll really identify with that. And then I'm going to tell you how I responded. And then I'm going to, you know, just share a few other things that might be helpful for you when it comes to the scales and weighing and all of that stuff that probably makes you feel anxious and makes you go, oh, geez, why is he talking about this? (laughs) So let's jump in. So not too long ago, a lady had posted in the Inner Circle Coaching Group, and she'd been doing fantastic and just really crushing it and, you know, taking steps. And she hadn't weighed because that's when you join my group. That's what we do. We stop weighing. We only weigh about once every three or four weeks, about once a month. And so she's just riding high and she's been taking steps and she's really enjoyed not stepping on the scales, but taking steps with her food and with her exercise on a day-to-day and week-to-week basis. And then at the end of her post, she, she said this, I weigh in in about 10 days. 
and I'm pretty nervous. Let me read that again. She said, I weigh in in about 10 days, and I must admit I'm pretty nervous. My response to her was this. Let's get this straight. <laughs> Sometimes I'm kind of direct, guys. Sorry. I said, let, and I know this person pretty well. I said, let's get this straight. You don't weigh in in 10 days. You're not cattle. You're not a piece of meat at the deli. You're a living, breathing human being who's beyond multifaceted. And you're on a multifaceted journey. And in 10 days, you touch base with one number. And that one number just gives you one tiny piece of this really big puzzle. It cannot and will not discourage or upset or defeat you unless you let it. That number only holds as much weight <laughs> as you let it. See what I did there? That's fun, right? So that was my response to her. And I'll continue coaching her on her relationship with the scales. But right now, I want to give you something to work with. I want to give you something that might help you. So if the scales freak you out a little bit and they cause you to have anxiety, and like she said, God, you get nervous when it's time to weigh in, first of all, cut that weigh-in crap out. You're just, you're just touching base. Oh, let me see what the scales say today. You're not weighing in. God, I can't stand that. So, sorry. <laughs> but if they freak you out and cause you to have anxiety and cause you to be nervous, well, we need to dig a little deeper. And we need to ask some questions. Why are you nervous? What is it about stepping on the scales that makes you nervous? What is it going to tell you? Like, what are the scales, what are the scales saying to you? Or better yet, what is going on in your head if you haven't lost weight? Or what if you haven't lost enough weight? And who determines that magical number of what is enough weight? Or what if you've lost more than you thought you would? Well, then... Will you celebrate and eat a cheat meal? That term I hate. Will you eat a cheat meal because suddenly you deserve it? And if so, well then what is that ingraining mentally? That you have to torture yourself with food and exercise and you can't have any delicious fun food until you've lost weight? But wait, hold on. <laughs> that cheat meal will make you regain some of the weight you've lost. So suddenly you're trapped. You better not eat that. You better not eat that cheat meal. Or if you do eat it, then you better wake up and weigh immediately the next morning, what I call a punishment weigh-in, so that you can see how much damage you've done. And then you can restrict your food and over-exercise to try to get rid of it. <laughs> can you guys see how this, how, how we, we just like willingly step into this trap? It's, it's self-defeating, guys. It's rough. So let's, but let's get back to the first few questions here. If you get anxious or nervous about stepping on the scales, why are you nervous? What are you allowing that number to say to you? What are you allowing that number to mean? What is it going to tell you if you haven't lost weight? What goes through your head? What does the bully in your brain say? And what if you haven't lost enough weight? And then here's the thing. Who even determines what is enough weight? Well, Corey, I read some article that said I should lose two pounds a week. Okay, great. Whatever. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Everyone's different. Maybe, guess what? Maybe you don't lose any weight this week, and then next week you lose three and a half pounds. And guess what the average is over two weeks? It's right at two pounds. Two pounds a week for the last two weeks. But you didn't lose any this week, and if you let that get up in your head, and you stop what, you know, you stop your, your progress, you stop what you're doing, 
Well, then you won't lose that three and a half pounds next week. That could eventually average out to two, two pounds over the week. But again, what is enough weight? Who determines that? And why is it making you nervous? Why is it causing you to be anxious? Guys, ask questions. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. And yes, this is just like that process. Everybody always talks about it. It's like peeling back the layers of an onion. But the part they leave out is this. If you get a really strong onion and you start peeling back the layers, man, it is pungent. It's, it smells really strong and it will sting your eyes and make your eyes water just like this process will. As we pull back the layers on our emotions and our thought patterns, it gets, it gets strong and it may make our eyes water. It may even make us cry a little bit because we dig into stuff that's deep that we don't want to really acknowledge. But guess what, my friends? That's the path to freedom. That's how you begin to have a better relationship with the scales. So please remember, don't ever forget the number on the scales. That number only holds as much weight as you let it, regardless of what you weigh. Regardless of what you weigh, the number on the scales only means what you allow it to mean. It only holds as much weight in your life and in your head and in your emotions as you let it. Imagine this. Imagine if I told you your glomular filtration rate, which is basically, you may say, what? Did Corey just speak a different language? Your glomular filtration rate, which is known as your EGFR on a blood test, that is basically an assessment of your kidney function. So let's pretend I told you the number associated with that. Would you be mentally and emotionally destroyed if it wasn't high enough or low enough? Would you feel defeated and discouraged like, oh my gosh, would you feel like you're less than? Would you feel like a failure if your glomular filtration rate wasn't at the right level? (laughs) No, of course not, right? But why does this number impact you so much less and in such a different way than your body weight does? It's because there's nothing attached to it. You don't even know what that number means. You just think, okay, it's important. Some doctor may check it. There's nothing attached to your glomular filtration rate. And whether you realize it or not, you've been attaching all kinds of junk to your, to your body weight and what the scales say for years and years I think of this like a car that's decorated for someone's wedding. You guys have seen this, right? Maybe it happened at your wedding. Maybe you did it at someone else's wedding. Maybe you've just seen it on a movie. You know, here come the bride and groom, and they're about to get into their car to drive off at the end of the wedding, and the windshield might be covered and smeared with shaving cream, and there are streamers blowing in the wind from the rearview mirror and the antenna and all of these sorts of things, and it's so distracting. you got all these pieces of you know, streamers and pieces of paper blowing in the wind. And then, as if that's not enough, the car's dragging. You're dragging a bunch of, like, empty cans that are bouncing around on the concrete making noise. And, and, and then imagine if it weren't just, like, empty cans. Let's take this up a notch. What if it were large buckets full of cement? And the streamers aren't some flimsy paper material, but they're heavy, burdensome, dangerous chains that are whipping around are attached to your car as you try to drive forward and move forward in your life. This is how it is with our body weight, guys. 
We get some ideal weight planted in our head, some number that we're striving for because it will magically make us beautiful and sexy and make everything in our life. If I can just get to that number, if I can just get to my goal, it will make everything in my life so much better. We get stuck on that number or a specific weight range. I've got to be 135 to 140. And suddenly the pursuit of that, the pursuit of that weight, the pursuit of that weight range dominates your thoughts and it constantly drags you down. You've got so much stuff attached to that number that it can't help but rule your brain. We don't see weight just as a number, my friends. We see glomular filtration rate as just a number, but we don't see weight as just a number. Weight is not GFR. <laughs> weight has so many things attached to it. And you drag those around all day, every day, whether you step on the scales or not. And it's only intensified when you step on the scales. And here's the part that I don't want you to miss. Cutting those ties, letting go of all that's connected to your weight or what you think you should be at and what weight will make you happy magically, detaching all of that crap will only help you achieve the very success that you want. I know it's counterintuitive. I know it seems backwards. I know it doesn't seem to make sense, but it's true. You have two choices on how you can go about losing weight. You are standing at the middle of a fork in your road. You have two choices on how you can go about losing weight. On one side is a pressure-filled, emotional, resentful, path that rarely leads to results. It definitely rarely leads to long-term results. And then on the other side is a low stress, logical, rational, freeing path that makes the process of getting results so much more fun. And it just kind of feels light and doable. That's it guys. That's it. You either try to beat and shame yourself to results or you love and celebrate yourself to results. That's it. That's what I want people to understand. And that's what I want people to do. And that's what I teach. Speaking of what I teach, let's get to another little snippet, another example from the coaching group. So someone jumped in and posted this. They said, so nothing like having to get on the scale on vacation to get the bully in my head going full tilt. And then they posted the crying face. They said, I went to get on a helicopter ride. Apparently, they have to weigh you before you go so they can adjust the weight properly, maybe the amount of fuel they need or whatever. So that's what this person shared. And this is my response. I said, I was about to be so disappointed that you willingly stepped on the scales in the middle of vacation. Hashtag punishment weigh in. <laughs> but then I read the rest of your post. Okay. You have a choice, my dear. You can choose to let the bully steal your joy because of your temporary weight that you saw on that scale. Or you can choose to enjoy the helicopter ride with your family and or friends. Choose wisely. <laughs> this person read that, and they read a few other comments from a few other wonderful people in the Inner Circle Coaching Group. And they responded with this. They said, it's just one of those things that really threw me for a loop after feeling so positive just this past Sunday. 
this was my response. I said, I want you to know a secret. You can choose to be positive regardless of what the scales say. And that is when you become bulletproof. That is when your success is inevitable. Okay, guys, look, here's the deal. This is the power your weight will have over you as long as it means more than it should. As long as there's a bunch of stuff, a bunch of crap attached to that number, one number on one machine can not only steal the joy and fun from your family vacation, it can also shift your brain from positive and excited to negative and doubtful. One number. One number that only tells you one small, specific, scientific fact about your body. One small number that is a very small part of a very large overall picture. So here's the thing. I want you to know two things. Here's the grab your pen part of this podcast, okay? If you're a note taker, write this down. I want you to know two very specific things that I believe can really, really, really help with your relationship with the scales. First, before I get into the two things, please understand that if your weight is is causing health issues for you, we don't need to ignore that. We don't need to do that. I'm not telling you to never weigh. I'm not telling you that the scales are evil, but maybe it's your relationship to them, okay? So let's get into this. Let's improve our relationship so that the scales, we can use them and they can just be a piece of data for us as we are on our health and weight loss journey, okay? So here are the two things I want you to know. Number one, your weight only means as much as you allow it to. Period. It's your choice. Your weight only means as much as you allow it to. Number one. Number two, you can choose to be positive and excited and encouraged regardless of what the scales say. So the next time you step on the scales, please remember, it cannot measure how hard you've been working. It cannot measure how consistent you've been. It cannot measure how great of a mom or dad, or friend you are. It can't measure your kindness or your heart. It can't measure how much love you give. It can't measure what an amazing human being you are. And it can't measure or predict your future just because you step on the scales one week and you didn't lose weight that one week or you didn't lose as much weight as you wanted to. That is not a prediction that you will never lose weight in the future. Oh, I'll never be successful. No, that's bullcrap. It can't measure or predict your future. It can only, the scales can only measure the downward force that you put on the earth. That's the scientific definition of weight. It can only measure the downward force you put on the earth. That's it. And there's so much more to you and to life than that. So maybe, just maybe, our focus should be on gaining life not just losing weight. That's what we do in my coaching group. We stop chasing a number and we start pursuing more life and gaining life. We choose to love and celebrate our way to results. We don't totally stop weighing. We don't turn a blind eye to the scales and pretend like they don't exist or they don't matter at all. Instead, we improve our relationship with the scales. We put it into its proper place in our lives, and we learn to see the big picture of life and our bodies 
and our health and our weight and our enjoyment of our body and food, all of it, all of it, it all matters, guys. (laughs) The scales are not the only thing that matters. And we see and embrace the big picture and lose weight while we're doing it. We lose weight while acknowledging that all of it matters. And there's a big picture to life and food and our body and our health. I hope, I sincerely hope you will choose to take a similar approach. And I hope you'll remember that, number one, your weight only means as much as you allow it to mean. And number two, you can choose to be positive and excited and encouraged regardless of what the scales say. And when you do that, oh my goodness, that is when you become unstoppable. That's when your success is inevitable. And it is just around the corner. Because then the scales don't discourage you, they just inform you. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Guys, if you enjoy this podcast, then I can pretty much guarantee that you would love being part of my Inner Circle Coaching Group. It's an amazing place. I'm biased. I'm 1,000% biased. But man, the people in there are incredible. And they share stuff, and they encourage each other, and they support each other. And then I'm over there like, man, what am I even here for? But <laughs> but I do like to provide some coaching and, and support myself too. So if you ever want to know more about it, if you ever want more information, just shoot an email to support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. That's my name, CoreyLittleCoaching.com, support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. Or you can message me on Instagram where I am CoreyLittleCoach or on Facebook where I'm CoreyLittleCoaching. So I hope today's episode was helpful. And don't ever forget, my goodness, don't you forget, there's so much more to you than one number. (laughs) It's just one number and losing weight. Yeah, it's about that number. It goes down, but it's really about so much more than that. It's about the whole picture. It's about gaining life and fully enjoying your life and your body and your food. That is true success. Just seeing the number go down and being miserable, that's not success. True success is enjoying all of it and the number going down at the same time. I hope you guys have an incredible day. I hope this was helpful. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.